0: postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to season three of the Mystical Motherhood podcast. Today I'm going to go into chapter six of my new book, Fertile, Prepare Your Body, Mind, and Spirit for Conception and Pregnancy to Create a Conscious Child. This is available on Amazon and written under my name, Pritam Atma. I want to go into the Holy Trinity. I want to talk to all of you about how to create a great amount of light when you're having sexual intercourse with your partner for the purpose of uh, conceiving an enlightened child, and how this goes back to ancient times of Greece and even Egypt, and how this third energy and the subtle uh, energy between the male and the female creates either a child or a deep amount of love. Both are required. Um, to create the next level relationship on earth. I really hope you enjoy today. And if you have any questions, write into mysticalmotherhood.com. So the two books I'm going to be talking about are one is called The Cult of Divine Birth in Ancient Greece, and this is by Regalosio. And I, I don't recommend you getting this, you could get it if you want to on Amazon. So I think it's a bit older and it's hard to find, but this woman is a faculty member and at a Dominican University of California, and she did pioneering research on ancient birthing and conceiving on the planet. And so she goes into the ancient times of Greece and in Egypt. And I personally have lives in these places because part of the activation of writing my second book, Fertile, which is out and available for purchase, I had to remember these ancient ways to conceive and create children in the womb in the and And when I read her book, I had already known this information. It was already in me. I remembered it. I remembered Egypt. I remembered Greece. And as you begin to awaken, you begin to activate these past lifetimes. You can deactivate timelines in your present moment to You know, become the person or provide it just to become a whole person and remember why you came here in this specific lifetime and what you came here to do. And so many of you are listening may have different activations of different uh, lifetimes that need to be remembered. And if you're interested in divine birth, you may have actually had a lifetime in Greece or Egypt, but I want to go into the role of the divine birth practice, and how these priestesses of the ancient time would conceive children using the force of light in something called the Hero Gamos. So the Hero Gamos, from my own experience, it is something that's rarely written about because it actually hasn't really fully been activated on the planet yet, but it's when Two humans, a male and a female, come together, and what the Egyptians would call the ka-body would enlighten or be almost the two ka bodies, which is an energetic dual body of the of the of the male and of the female, begin to make love in the higher realms. It sounds absolutely crazy, I know, but you can just imagine it is is a deep amount of love and light is created between a couple. I don't know if it's possible between a woman and a woman or a man and a man. I don't know. But I know from ancient times, it was used either by the female with a godlike energy to conceive a high child and also then by the male. So what happened according to the cult of the divine birth in the, of ancient Greece, this book, is that the, woman, the women in, were running basically most of Greece. Let's just talk about Greece, not Egypt. And they would birth highly advanced beings onto the planet within their temple complexes. And the way they would do this is they were able, their third eye was open and their womb was activated. So they had to have active Kundalini in order to bring down and conceive these high children. The act of Kundalini allowed their bodies not only to be energetically cleared, but it created a connection between the third eye and the womb, which are the vital centers to open up into these higher realms to tap into this type of light in order to conceive it and have it be seated within you. In these ancient temples the woman was called the heroine and what that really meant was it was referred to as a priestess who would give birth to a child of god and it's a term that was specifically cl- it was a specific class of women who were of the highest of their society and when this was a matriarchy society these these temples were the energetic complexes which held the entire society and so they had a real back to the third eye. They had a connection between the third eye and these higher realms, making them almost oracles of the future and the and the past. And so they were the held at the highest level of all society. And in the beginning, they didn't need any help from men to create children. They were there when I say a third eye is open, and most people don't have their third eye open. And what that means is the third eye is the pineal gland within the brain. It's it's in, right in the middle of the gra- the brain. You can have about 3 to 4 fingers deep back from the middle of your forehead and about 3 to 4 fingers inside the brain. And so it's almost like a a radio or a satellite. And when it actually begins to decalcify or open rather than having just one view you begin to have a 360 degree view of what's going on. And you can basically tap into anyone's energy field and see and also hear things that are happening with other people around you, but also within these higher dimensions. So it is is a gift that all humans have, but most have not activated. But as the, the matriarchy, most I would assume that most all the women had an act that were at least in these higher roles of the oracle. You had to have an active pituitary or a pineal gland. And the reason for this is they could tap into these higher realms. And when they did this, they had the ability to astral project what you would call in the ancient Egyptian times the Ka body from them. So this would be the the etheric double, an the an energy field that's a part of your own, the higher self, which can almost see in these higher fields and tap in at the same etheric level. And they would bring down a lot of light while conceiving with what, what we, you would call a god or an angelic realm in these pastimes, in these, in these ancient Greece temples within Greece. And then eventually, according to this book and what I also understand, is the men, actual physical men of the time wanted to become a part of it. And so then the transference of the, the woman making love to an actual man, but also using light. So what that would be is the activation of the, which I'll go into more in the book you can buy on it. I'm going to read a little bit of my chapter here. Um, chapter six and fertile. So you all understand how to do this and, and how beautiful it can be when you want to become intimate with your partner, but it's an activation of the womb using the energy, using a tantric energy of, of the snakes that go back and forth. Before I go more or deeply into the understanding of how to utilize the snake energy within the womb, and how you can do this with your partner and resources for this, I want to talk about the importance of the symbols that you may see as you become your own divine birther and start to activate the things that I have brought up in, the, um, in my book, Fertile. If you really want to bring a conscious child to this world, or you even want to just enhance your relationship, understanding symbols, or just even awaken, understanding symbols is incredibly important. Because the universe at its highest level will talk to you in symbols. So if you're ever uh, reading a book or you you constantly see the same pattern over and over, or you, you see, um, when you close your eyes, you may see a, an actual, like an ancient symbol. So these symbols are like codes and they represent um, something much higher. So in the ancient Greece, in ancient Greece, each of these birthing temples across Greece and even Malta and down into Egypt and all these, just a, across that whole area, each had its own symbol. So some was, all of them were related to the snake energy of the snake, which is the kundalini, but it's also the the snake is used for divine birthing purposes to raise the kundalini to tap into these higher realms from the base of the womb up into the third eye and into the higher realms. Other symbols would be the dove. Another symbol would be the bumblebee. And these are all symbols of the priestess and each one was related to a different temple. So the temple complexes of these um, ancient sites were, were aligned with certain star systems. They were, so if they wanted to bring children down from the different planets, such as Sirius, such as um, Lyra, such as I, I'm not an expert in these planetary systems, but this is, they were aligned with the stars. And so the women of these temples would make love with the um, gods and go- the gods of these higher realms and touch into the planetary systems in order to bring down really sacred high king or queens at the time. So when, when the women were birthing with high gods, they would only create themselves. So they would recreate their own DNA and nothing but that. So they would, they're ba- basically creating from nothing which is the, the power of the goddess, which is the power of the universe. When the male started to come in, that's supposedly when it became males and females. And it's also supposedly when the matriarchy was once holding the energy of this world, it flipped to the patriarchy when the divine birthers of those ancient, ancient times within these temples began to actually make love and share the gift of the hero Scamos with males, on this planet. So some ancient examples of women that were divine birthers would be something called uh, the Rose Line of Women. And this is Mary Magdalene. This is Mother Mary. Um, These are the Magdalenas. All of these women have a a real energy. And I want to read you a, a, a part of my book on this. Excuse me while I turn the page to find the location. So this is on page 140 of Fertile. And I'm just randomly selecting different parts to read to you because it's super important. If you're listening to this podcast and you're beginning to clear yourself, you're going to tap into these ascended masters and these women that want you to become the vessel. And so in the ancient times, what the Holy Grail was, what the Holy Grail really is, is a container that's capable of holding Christ consciousness. In the form an inner in an energetic form. And the Holy Grail and the line of the Holy Grail is actually sacred blood that holds this frequency. That's what it is. And so in Fertile, I show women that you, each one of you, each woman who's birthing on this planet has the capability of becoming a vessel that's so clear it can hold DNA that is of a higher frequency. And what I mean by frequency is. You change your own frequency so that you would attract a soul that is, is going to mirror yourself at that level, at that higher level of functioning, which is clearing out all the junk from all of our crap. And just like I, what I talk about in Fertile is your thoughts, beliefs, emotions, and environment and diet. All the things that affect your well-being and actually in science and behavioral epigenetics um, affect the consciousness of yourself and of your growing child. So back, flipping back to the order of the rose in the Magdalene line of women on earth. The rose is the symbol of the line of women who represent the Holy Grail on earth. It includes many divine feminine archetypes, including goddess Isis, Mother Mary, and Mary Magdalene. Though these women walked the earth as mortals, they were also divinely in tune. They were all trained in ancient Egyptian sacred practices, and knew the secrets of conceiving and birthing holy children. They, along with their sacred partners, left a template for us of how to do this. These priestesses delivered a code for fertility that we are revealing here, which I wrote about in my book, Fertile. The Order of the Rose is a very ancient and secret order, is still present on this planet. This rose energy is asleep within the DNA of many women and is waiting to be reawakened in harmony with the rise of the divine feminine on earth. This line of energy runs through women in the physical form and is also symbolically represented by the serpent or kundalini energy and and grail or holy cup. Women of this order will self-identify within this lifetime. They will know at a soul level that they are a part of the holy lineage because of their strong ability to navigate the inner planes of existence and higher spiritual essences on earth. If you have an association with the Magdalene Order, you may be one of these women and it is not an accident that you are actually reading this book right now. Members of the Order of the Rose have the inherent ability to awaken those they come into contact with just by their presence. These women have the internal knowledge of how to bring enlightened children to the planet because of their ancient Egyptian training from past lifetimes. There was also training for divine birth that was practiced in the temples of ancient Greece that some women may be attuned to. Their genetic inheritance, as we saw earlier, naturally create the sacred geometry of the eight-pointed star representing the rose combined with the star of David Merkaba. So what I'm talking about in the book here is I go into sacred geometry and how... In order to create these higher energetic children, you're really just going to be changing the geometry as the embryo is developing on an energetic level. So I'll keep going. In order for this to happen, the women will go through a massive awakening process within their lifetime to fully identify identify with their divinity and raise their vibration to this level. These initiations are not for the faint of heart and to call them challenging would not give them the respect they deserve. They are both an internal and external energetic experience created by the divine. For those select women, there is no other option. They chose within this lifetime to undergo a spiritual death and resurrection in order to remember who they are if you feel drawn to ignite this genetic inheritance within yourself, you may consider traveling to sacred regions around the world that carry the frequency for your remembrance. So some of these sacred regions, I'm just going to talk freely about this now, is France, Glastonbury, England, Scotland, and the pyramids of Egypt. Then it also goes down to Cairo in um, Africa. So For some reason, I just decided to read this one page out of Fertile. It had nothing to do with what I thought I would be talking about in this podcast, but it just came out. So anyone who's listening to this podcast and writing into me, I'm getting so many more emails and so many more people want to do this work. And so many people are ready to do it differently when they have a child. You don't necessarily have to know who these ancient women are or these priestesses, but even a small remembrance of them will help you understand your own power and helps you activate who your own potential in this lifetime. So these women had to go through through massive shifts within in order to become the sacred chalice capable of creating a child unlike any other. So mother Mary was a part of the Essene community and they had specific ways to bring down children based on astrology. So in their community, which is, which was you know, these divine birthing communities of Greece and Egypt and then the Essene community, they were all different. They brought down children in different ways. They had a different way of doing so. In Greece, they they primarily used the Heros Gamos. In the Essene community, it was timed within the astrological... Um, within astrological specific timing of and energetic practices to to raise the love between the male and the female to a really, really high level and have them conceive on a certain day to bring down a specific type of child that would be birthed with a specific type of birthday. So obviously it's a little more complicated when you're just trying to have a baby in these times. But it's interesting to know about these kind of things. And it's also interesting if you're listening, you're clearly trying to work on yourself. If you're reading Mystical Motherhood or if you're reading my book, Fertile, you are one of the women who's energetically ready to change their so that you don't have to, you want to create a child unlike any other. And so doing the work of the, the alchemy work I speak about using the Kundalini meditations will begin to activate parts of yourself um, that you didn't even know existed. And you'll begin to transform and clear out all your bullshit so that you don't create a child that's mirroring your own uh, negative belief systems or trauma or genetic inheritance that is just not fair to pass on. And when I say a high caliber child in these podcasts or or within anything I write or with any of these books, what I, what I mean is when the ancient Greek temples and in, in Egypt and all these birthing chambers, the women were bringing; they were not passing any garbage onto the child. The child was coming in crystal clear, coming in high frequency. The children that are high caliber are not gonna have the same amount of density that we have as humans. They're not gonna have the same karmic residue and they're not gonna have the same kind of issues. So as a result, they can immediately go to their to their destiny and create a better planet. They don't have to go through the karma and the issues that we had to go through growing up. They they'll go. They don't have to bounce around. You know when you're when you're working with karma and you're not on your destiny, you're basically just bouncing around like a soccer ball along a field, and you're not in control of anything. Your subconscious programming and whatever happened to you in the past is controlling your reality, which is the reality of what most people are you know going through on this planet. They're unconsciously suffering and not aware of that that you know, everyone they meet is actually, they're just clearing karma with this person, or they're working something out, or they're repeating their own thoughts about something and then recreating it in their life. And so these children will be clear because the woman is clear enough to hold them. So I'm going to read another chapter of my book, and then I'm going to go in to how some other texts for you to begin to create the kind of light I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast with your partner and um, a good resource for that. So I'm going to start with page 24. It's called the sacred geometry and building blocks of life. At the moment of conception, your frequency or vibrational quality determines the type of child you will birth into this world. This this sacred event involves all the senses of human existence here on earth. You carry a specific vibration, sound, smell, feeling, and taste, which are unique to you and help to create your offspring. You also carry all the memories and karma of past generations within your cells, along with your own unique destiny to potentially fulfill within your lifetime. Sacred geometrical shapes are produced in a perfectly calculated mathematical order as an embryo develops, and this series of events is consciousness at its best. Consider your womb to be equal to the void within all time and space. You are then the universe within the universe, creating life for the all in absolute perfect harmony. The geometrical shapes created within your womb after conception and throughout pregnancy compose the basic building blocks of life, just like DNA. Each shape is deeply connected to an element found in nature such as fire, water, air, earth, and ether. The geometry that unfolds within your womb from conception through pregnancy represents specific aspects of your being and the facets of your generational history, physical existence, thought patterns, and belief systems, and also your connection to spirit. This geometrical unfoldment as an embryo, Of the embryo is the same sequence for all individuals on Earth and every living existence known to man. It ultimately creates the flower of life and the Fibonacci sequence that can also be found within the details of a pine cone, a shell, and a strand of DNA. Uh, If this sequence is always the same, why are humans fundamentally different? The variances be- within humans comes from the physical, mental, and emotional and spiritual state of the mother at the time of conception and during pregnancy. These various states of existence alter the DNA, making each individual unique. The three basic shapes of the square or cube, the triangle or pyramid, and the circle or flower of life all help to create the composition of the babies as cell di- of, of the baby as cells divide within the, within the womb to produce the fetus. This sacred geometry is also connected in the same order to the body, mind, and spirit. Fertile is broken up into these three sections to simplify the process of altering and improving each aspect of yourself before conception and during pregnancy with the intention of increasing your frequency so that you can produce an enlightened being. We will dive deep into various characteristics to these various characteristics so that we can upgrade you before motherhood. The purpose of this book is to help you clear historical density from your bloodline so that you can create a crystalline soul. Assuming that children choose their parents, this type of soul has no or few karmic links to the planet and selects parents according to their light quotient and vibrational frequency. When children like this are born, they will not have to spend the majority of their lives working through the personal problems, familial issues, wounds, or attachments that have typically which are typically created from past bloodlines or previous lifetimes. Essentially, these children will be clear from the past because they have done the work to clear them, because you have done the work to clear yourself. You can think of them as disconnected from cultural or societal belief systems that may hold them back in life. These children will be able to complete great missions or achievement to help this earth to thrive without the personal resistance or self-sabotage the typical human faces as a result of their genetic makeup. It is my goal to help you improve your genome before conception and during pregnancy by holding up a mirror so that you can find your true self and improve your, your, improve your internal and external environment. Doing this will allow you to find all the joyous and beautiful parts of your soul that are connected to source so, that, so that, you would, that you would like to pass on to your child. It will also help you identify the ways that you can be neurotic, reactive, judgmental, angry, insecure, and depressed. You will be able to identify both why you act like this and the belief systems that hold these thoughts and emotions in place. I go on and on (laughs) the book, the whole book, but I really wanted to get to that section because what I'm trying to get you back to is the energy of the divine priestess and the energy of the matriarchy and understanding what an actual woman on this planet is capable of doing and how when we lose all those neurotic tendencies, which is what the Mystical Motherhood podcast is about, is losing these energies, we can gain back ourselves and our own power. And we're going, we're in this age, this age we're moving into, the matriarchy is going to take over. And there's no one really here on this planet that's a good example of what that means right now. There's not a, a leader, um... There's going to be more soon, but right now there's not a leader that really has the, a real feminine leader moves from intuition. I would say Marianne Williamson is the only one I can really think of that has that uh, attention to the people, a definite love pouring from her, a connection to the God source, and also the third eye open. All of these things were what these ancient societies were based off of. And the women, uh, the real true wisdom, real true rulers, real true leaders of this planet are connected to source. That's true wisdom. And that's a true royal bloodline. So for trying, so the, when, when they tried to keep the bloodline sacred within these ancient times, they didn't want certain DNA to be a part of it. And I'm going to give you an example of this. So I lived in Europe while I was writing fertile. I was traveling to sacred sites around the the world to download information. I went to places. I started my journey up in the Himalayas of the Dalai Lama temple. And I went to all the places across the Rose Ley Line, which I mentioned earlier and beyond. And in each of these places, I activated memories of myself um, from past lifetimes. And so that i could bring this information to you and i also realized how important the ancient bloodlines of these areas were to give you an example of scotland so i think at the movie braveheart kind of talks about it but the scot each each land and each area on this planet has a certain vibration and it carries a certain it carries a certain uh, I guess you could say a word or a, a feeling or a gift that you can activate when you go there if you choose to find the power within yourself or the know-how to, how to do so. And the word of Scotland was freedom. And I went to a lot of the ancient sacred sites there um, in order to really understand the, what a royal bloodline was. And the ancient Scots would, for some reason, they the, the, when England was trying to take over all of the areas around Scotland and Ireland and the ancient times with all of these battles, they couldn't take over Scotland. And they would, they, the people fought them off and fought them off and fought them off. And then eventually they did lose, but they fought them off for so long. And what they finally had to do is the men began to, to rape and take the women because they knew that they wanted to make the genetic line weaker and they had a tribal experience where they had warriors they had their genetic line was of the warrior path and so they were the women were birthing warriors basically that was my understanding of it and the only way they got in and england took over scotland was the men began to take the women they took their power and so if you know that you're birthing a certain type of child, it's like we've got to go back to the royal bloodline. And if we want to go back to the royal bloodline, it's getting all of you to become the high priestess again. And in making that mainstream, making that normal talk in these days and um, and remembering your own power as the feminine. Yogi Bhajan says that the power of the feminine, it, you're 16 times more intuitive than the male. And, but you can also be 16 times more neurotic if you don't work on yourself. And right now we have a, a group of women that the most, the most powerful creatures on the planet are being taken down because they're being told they're too ugly. They're not beautiful enough. Um, it's, it's, it's a massive campaign to make us all feel like shit. And because of that, we're 16 times more neurotic and we're not connected to our royalty And so these these oracles of ancient times with the activated pineal gland, this is the true matriarchy society that we're moving into. It's not me trying to be wooey wooey. It's moving past all your greatest weaknesses, knowing they exist, holding yourself accountable for your own stuff, getting rid of it so that your family line, you can clear it and you can become the priestess, the ancient priestess of these times that would be able to bring down a high caliber child. So just like the ancient temples of, of these times that were connected to these high planets, I talk about this in my first book, Mystical Motherhood, you can tap into these higher realms to, to bring down a child by knowing that you're, there are many other realms out there, that these, these planets exist. This isn't going to be pretend talk anymore. It's going to come out. It's on the news everywhere. And it's going to become normal talk. We're not alone. And 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 in order for you to be, to connect to these ethereal souls, you have to become ethereal yourself. And so that's why in Fertile, I talk about the elements. I talk about becoming like nature. You have to go back to what the woman is. The power of the woman is embodying the elements. And when you begin to embody the elements, you begin to embody what these ascended masters really are made of. And the more you clear yourself using the elements, the more you can move into the element of ether, which is the the level and the dimensional realms of these these higher dimensions, ether. And that's where these children that want to come down exist from so you can tap into these realms too and I and and so that's what mystical motherhood is all about is how do you clear yourself so that you can be able to do that and when you do that you also have to recognize that your womb and your third eye are energetic portals you are a portal to these higher realms and and these two spaces are the energetic portals to hold these children. So in these, back to the ancient birthing temples, these nymphs, which they'd call them nymphs or priestesses or oracles or heroines of the time, they, when, when someone is even about the sirens, have you ever heard of the word, the sirens? And these ancient mysteries of the sirens, these legendary sea nymphs, and they would sing a song. They would create a sound. And that sound actually goes back to the Hathors. So the Hathors were the first original illuminated illuminated beings on this planet. And they go back to ancient Egypt and they would create a vibration. And from that vibration, um, that the vibration would tap into these cosmic higher, um, higher, Frequencies, and so that's why they would call it the birds and the bees. The birds and the bees were buzzing. The bee has a vibrat- vibratory frequency. So you may see the symbol of a bee being uh, the symbol of the priestess. Well, what the bee is is it's a vibr it's a vibrating. Um, Material, if you look at its wings, it's moving so quickly. The birds are singing. The birds are representations of these higher dimensional fields. So when sex is called the birds and the bees are making love, it's actually a frequency. And so that's what that's what fertile's all about is changing your frequency. So when the Hathors of ancient times would sing their songs, which if you go, if you want to learn more about this, start to Google all of these words I'm saying, and write into me with questions and say I don't know what you're talking about. Go more deeply into this, and I can talk about that. But the Hathors were ancient priestesses, long before the Greeks, that were. The sound, they carried a certain sound frequency and the ability to tap into the higher realms by creating this harmony. And so that's what you can begin to do as you clear yourself out. You begin to change your harmony. You begin to change your frequency, even the sacred geometry of your aura, um, by enhancing your senses, by using this kundalini meditations that are all in my first book, Mystical Motherhood. And by tapping into these symbols, which I'm even talking about here, the snake, the bee, the dove, our our ancient symbols, uh, the Holy Grail, the cup, are these ancient symbols that hold information for you to just even in your mind's eye begin to say to spirit, tell me what this dove means. Tell me, you know, if you're seeing something like a snake all the time, a lot of women come to me and say, I'm always seeing a snake. I'm I'm always seeing the dove. I'm always seeing the bumblebee. It's it's like, well, tap into where that original um, symbol came from. What what planetary influence? What is the sound of it? What is the color of it? Um, what do you hear when you look into that? And that's how you open your intuition. You go into these symbols. It's the highest form of basically becoming an oracle that I know of is symbols. So let's go back into the Hero's Gamos and the creation of light when you make love to your partner. So there's a book by Tom Kenyon called the Magdalene Manuscript. And I talk about it briefly in Fertile in chapter six, but If you want to learn how to create love or a light during sexual intercourse, you have to buy this book by Tom Kenyon, The Magdalene Manuscript. And he channeled Mary Magdalene, who is one of these divine oracle priestesses, and she told him how she would make love to Jesus. And I hope I'm not offending you if you're religious or Christian. You don't have to believe any of these things. Um, But... Mary Magdalene and Jesus had a baby supposedly, and I do believe that. That's the holy. That's the Holy Grail. That's the bloodline, and when the two of them would make love, they she understood as an ancient priestess the the utilization of the snake energy during sexual intercourse, and so what it is is from the base of the the base of your chakras you can take the two snakes and you wind the snakes up through each one of your chakras and the male partner has to do this too so you, it is not to be done um with a male that doesn't know what they're doing so you may have to ask for help or uh i don't know call in to me <laughs> and we could do a group session but um, You know, a lot of males aren't necessarily ready to do that, nor a lot of females. It takes a lot of energy to be able to have sexual intercourse at this tantric level. And so it is the, you know, the utilization of the snake energy while in sexual intercourse. And then a sound comes out of the raw, comes out of when the, as the snakes begin to go up through the chakras, they begin to um, tap into the pineal gland. So they're coming from the womb into the pineal gland. And when that energy of the pineal gland starts to be activated, the woman and the man are supposed to internally chant raw and the raw energy is the sun energy and what, and so we're chanting raw while making sexual intercourse while this energy is flowing through the circuits and moving around. If they're energetically capable and at that frequency as a couple there, you'll begin to go into these higher realms and, and be able to dimensionally tap into the higher realms while making love on the earth plane. The Heros Gamos actually doesn't even have to be done while having sexual intercourse. with. Um, it, it can be done just standing with a male if you have this frequency of uh, a divine couple. And so in Fertile, I go over what a Holy Trinity is and what that really, really means. There's a great chant That you can begin to chant in order to create this holy trinity on earth. It's called Ekamaya. E-K-A, new word, Maya, M-A-I. It's by White Sun. You can get it today. Listen to that chant over and over and over again. Chant it 40 times a day and go online and memorize what is the words of Ekamaya. This is from the Kundalini Heritage. And again, I talk about that in my first book, Mystical Motherhood, of how to utilize these ancient chants um, to increase your frequency. But that particular chant will help you not only attract a partner, a sacred partner, but it will also activate the Holy Trinity in your life in some way. It brings the divine feminine down to the earth plane. And for many women in, I'm in a group called the Immense Grace, and for many women in the group, we attracted our divine partners. And, And I don't mean this lightly, we all attracted a divine partner, which is different than the karmic relationships or codependent relationships that um, most all humans have on earth. And so this is a lot of information I've provided you. And I've sort of just gone with what's coming out of my mouth and what needs to be said. And there's so much more. This book is super powerful and I'm having so many women write me and, and need sessions. And if you're one of them, if you're anywhere you're at, if you're ready to start to change is a good place to be. And you could be not understanding a word I said today. You may say, I don't know anything she's talking about. I have never heard of Mary Magdalene and those line of women. I've never heard of Oracle priestesses. I've never heard of a Royal bloodline. I've never heard of the word frequency. Okay. That's Okay. And then in my first book, Mystical Motherhood, would be great a start for you because it takes you step by step through creating a happier family by changing yourself from using Maslow's heart hierarchy. So even just starting with changing your diet. And, and and physically moving through your body with even just some basic yoga is going to make rapid changes for your level of consciousness. And so this mystical motherhood platform has something for absolutely every woman at whatever level you're at. The things I was talking about today is information that is at a very high level and understanding these ancient, you know, the Heros Gamos and these, um... And you know, sacred geometry and sound systems and harmonics—that's uh, definitely at a higher level. But a lot of people are ready for that. And sometimes, when I would hear things that were beyond my understanding, I would understand it later. Sometimes you get a book, and at that moment in time, you don't get it, but then later you'll. Something will be triggered in you and you'll remember, or because it was activated within you in that one moment, you know, three years down the line, or maybe a lifetime, or maybe the end of your life, you're like, oh, I understand what they're talking about now. I understand what it means to awaken. Again, if you need any help, Reach out to me. I do private sessions when I'm not at the fertility clinic, uh, with clients all over the world. I'm available for you to work on whatever issue you need to: fertility, motherhood, pregnancy. Um, I work with men too. I work with couples, and we begin to clear things, and 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 the the result is amazing. The transformation is crazy, and the. The, the identity of the woman completely changes because the more you know yourself, the more power you gain. Please write into mysticalmotherhood.com with any questions. You can email me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com. My book, Fertile, Prepare Your Body, Mind, and Spirit for Conception and Pregnancy to Create a Conscious Child, is available on Amazon. You can go to the Mystical Motherhood website to um, purchase it. If it, if you like this podcast, please, please leave a rating. Star it right now. It takes two seconds. Just go do it. It's, it really, really helps this to get out to other people. Uh, I'll see you again next week.